You're listening to Go to and Lisa podcast with Lisa Waldron, where each season has a series of 10 episodes. It's fun. It's interesting. I have a passion to share and I love doing these podcasts. Are you ready to listen to this week's episode? Okay, get ready, set, go! Happy Friday, everyone. Happy, happy Friday. How is everyone feeling the Friday after the 4th of July? Hope you all had a wonderful day off. Now it's back to the regular routine. Our regular routine of what? You know that feeling. That feeling of, oh, I got one day off and now I'm going to go back to work the next day. And if you're lucky enough, you're off on Friday, which is today, but unfortunately you either had to call out or you had to use your vacation time. So let me tell you all something. This is season five, episode nine. So next week, Friday will be episode 10, which will be the last episode for season five. Then Go and Lisa will be on a three week hiatus to come back for season six, right in time for power. And you know, I always do an episode or two on my predictions and see if I'm right about the power episode. But guess what, guys? I am a longtime fan of power, but am I the only one that didn't know that this is the last episode? The season six is the last episode of power. No. Don't say so. But here is the thing. I don't even know where I, how I missed that. I don't even know where on heck I missed that. And then my son was like, oh yeah, didn't you know that Game of Thrones and Power were ending the same year? But here is the thing. Did he even announce it? I, I wasn't living under a rock. I, I mean, I am on Instagram with a couple of the stars from Power and nothing on there on their Instagram page said, oh guys, this is the last, 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 last season of Power. I must have missed that altogether. So, but I didn't see it. They didn't post it. So even episode six is, I'm sorry, season six is titled The Last Betrayal. So, That being said, I'm going to talk about it a little bit before I jump into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be Unfulfilled Dreams. That's going to be the title for today's episode, Unfulfilled Dreams. So before I jump right into that, about power. I don't want to jump the gun and tell you what my predictions are, but I'll tell you this because for some reason they're starting in August versus July. So that being said, I think Angela is dead. And oh, I forgot to mention, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. So if you have not watched Power or have not been on Power or you missed the last season, which was season five, then skip over a few minutes in today's episode on my podcast. So I'm going to jump right in. I think Angela is dead. Um, When Tommy shot her, what a lot of people don't realize is that Tommy had to be in cahoots with Ghost's wife, 
which at the moment I can't remember her name. Shame on me. Shame on me. So, um, Tasha, that's her name, Tasha. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, and as much betrayal as they have done to each other the whole time, the reason why episode six is probably titled the last betrayal is because you don't go against the women. You know what I mean? That's ghost love. That's who he loves is Angela. And for his best friend, his homie, here's the thing. Tommy want Tommy didn't like Angela from the get go. Why? Because Angela disrespected Tasha and their whole household. And you know, him and Tasha, I feel that Tommy and Tasha are more closer than Tommy and ghost. They have more of a, I got you no matter what I look out for you. It's like Tasha is like, here's, here's the kicker. She's not red hair. Get it. But I feel like Tasha is more like his second mom or wannabe wife or girlfriend. He relates to Tasha more or a sister he never had, you know, and a spoiler alert. And I'm going to talk all about this in season six of my podcast because it will run right a long time in regards to August. August is a few weeks away. Um, so they're starting like what the end of August, middle of August, something like that. So my podcast will still be on 10 episodes. So I'll give you all the rundown there, but it's going to be hot. And here's the thing. Courtney Kemp, who is overpowered, said that there's going to be spinoffs. Now, here's the interesting thing. In order for it to be spinoffs, that means one or two of the major characters either have to be dead or in witness protection program or in jail for life. You know what I mean? So it's, it still won't be the same because I am watching this new show called Obsession and some other show where it has nothing but majority of black actors in there. And it's kind of like something similar, but without the drug aspect of power. And it's like the chemistry is not there. So I know shows are a little bit slow to start off and then bam, bam, boom, it kicks off. But power just had something from the beginning. I don't know what it is. It just made me feel like I want to watch all five seasons all over again. And I think I will, or at least season one, because typically when a show is going to end, they like to come full circle and bring you back to season one and what happened and transpired in season one. I love the concept because there are so many drug dealers out there. So many people, you come on. Everybody knows a drug dealer, know a friend who sells drugs, do drugs, whatever, you name it. So my point is that I got the concept that, you know, because I always ask this question, if you guys are selling drugs and doing all this kind of stuff, where is your money going? I always ask that question, even with Sopranos. Sopranos is like the top man, Tony Soprano, was the only one that lived up in the big old house living large while all his other guys live in like a mediocre home or, you know, and I get the aspect of it that you don't want IRS or you don't want the government 
looking into your finances because you know a lot of it is not legit. But here is the thing. Power was, hey, I'm smart, ghost. I'm going to use my money and I want to live the rich lifestyle. So that's why I'm living up in this penthouse. But at the same time, he's smart where I have a legit business to fall back on. So if anybody's questioning my money or whatever, they can see how I'm spending it, even though I'm spending money on the side. I just love the whole concept. And I just love 50 cents was in back of it and doing it also. Here is the thing, which is going to segue right into my episode for today of unfulfilled dreams. It's like, who would have thought 50 cents who's been shot many, 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 many times in life and still survive. You just don't know what your life purpose is. So today I was watching Wimbledon. And if you all, I don't know if I mentioned this on my podcast before, but I love tennis. I love tennis. I love tennis. I love tennis. So I was watching Wimbledon today, which is like the big thing in England, you know, as far as the tennis. And to be quite honest with you, I truly haven't watched it in a while. I watched it last year when Serena was playing and she lost. And that's when, um, you know, her friend who's married, you know, Meghan Markle was, you know, recently married to Prince Harry and she went to see her girl, you know, play and everything. And just the awkwardness of it to say, you know, that's my friend. I am now a princess and I'm watching you and you lost and, you know, Hey, every time I'm doing a podcast, the dogs want to make a special appearance. Okay. So sorry about that guys. So I am watching today a young black girl named Coco Goff, who is from Atlanta and had to relocate to Florida. And, um, you know, some of the commentators are old time professional tennis players, you know, like Chris Everett Lloyd was commentating. She commentates a lot on the women's games as well. And she was doing it with this guy. I forgot what his name is, but basically, um, she was saying that Coco's dad followed Serena and Venus dad in regards to that. They trained, you know, the, the dads trained the girls and then eventually for Coco, they relocated to Florida because Florida is more where you can get more action as far as getting recognized and stuff like that. And then, you know, the difference with Serena and Venus is that even though their dad started off, you know, coaching them and teaching them and everything, you know, the sisters decided to seek out professional coaches after a while, you know, but the father was the one who started it all for them. And that's the same thing with Coco Goff's dad did the same thing. But after a while, you have to give it to the hands of the professionals and let the professional trainers uh, different professional PR people and everybody do their job and you just relax as a parent to some degree. 
So the reason why I want to talk about unfulfilled dreams is because as I'm sitting there crying because it was so emotional for me for some reason watching Coco play and I'm like, you know, because she's one of the youngest, the youngest um, girls to play at Wimbledon. And not only that, homegirl was playing at center court. And for all of you tennis lovers out there, you know, center court at Wimbledon in England is a very big thing because that's where a lot of the royal family come to sometimes and sit in their box and just people overall and center court, center stage, I was getting ready to say, but center court is where you have, you know, I'm sure the seats are pricey, but that's on my bucket list. I don't even want to use the word bucket, but that's on my to-do list one year in my life is to hopefully go to Wimbledon. But let's take back several, several years before that. As a teenager, I loved tennis. I was even on the tennis team and I had dreams of becoming a professional tennis player. But here's the thing. I played doubles and I always wanted to play singles, but guess what? Doubles, there's nothing wrong with playing doubles, but I just felt like, I, I even remember the girl, I can't remember her name because this, this was high school many moons ago, but she always played singles because she was good. And I was okay, I love it, um, but I always wanted to play, you know, singles. And when you look a lot, when you look at a lot of these professional tennis players, they do both. So back then when you're a teenager, you know, you're like, oh, I'm playing doubles. It's okay. Um, but my goal was to play singles. And so I was talking to the girl that was good on our team that was playing singles. And, you know, everybody was like pushing her to go, go pro and everything. And I was like, I want to go pro too. And you know, I remember my coach, Mr. Bass, I don't even know if he's alive or not. I don't know. Um, but this was in New York guys and, um, nice, nice, nice coach, nice guy. And, um, you know, kind of chubby, you know, Caucasian man with curly black hair. I, I can just see his face right now. It was a nice team overall. And it even came a point where I played a few years and the last year he wanted me to play. And you know how it goes, people, you know, when you're a senior and, you know, and you think that, you, you know, you know it all, you're done, you're done, you're done. And he begged me to come on the team and I was like, no, I don't want to. And then I did miss it. I did want to go, but I just felt like I wanted to do something else. And the reason why I felt that way was because after having a talk a year or two before, um, the same girl that played single and we were talking about going pro, that's when I found out the most shocking thing ever in regards to professional sports, which I had no idea about, but you know, you, you're so naive, so, so naive when you're younger, but when you're younger, it's like, you think you know it all, but you don't know Jack crap to be quite honest with you. So, you know, we're all talking about our dreams and aspirations and we, we're all on the tennis team because we love the sport, right? But at the same time, as I was talking, you know, 
about that. That's when I found out. You're listening to Go Ten Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find Go Ten Lisa Podcast on any podcast app. That is Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Radio Podcast, anything that has a podcast. You can find Go Ten Lisa Podcast. All you have to do is type in Go, that's G O, the number 10. Followed by L I S A. That's Go Ten Lisa, all one word. Go Ten Lisa podcast, and there you go. You will find me with the pink hair, and basically you can download an episode, and it's free. That's right, it is free. All you have to do is just listen, subscribe. It's free. You can make a comment. You can leave a message. You can do whatever you want just to let me know that you're out there and that you're listening. Don't forget, Go to Lisa Podcast has a new episode every Friday for 10 episodes. Then it's on a three-week break and then come back with 10 brand new episodes. But you can still download some of the previous episodes and just listen. By subscribing, you will always know when a new episode is uploaded. Once again, that's Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron. So guess what, guys? Guess what I found out? That you have to pay. And I was like, pay? Pay for what? And they were like, oh, it's not that easy because you're good to go and become a professional um, tennis player and just move on up to the top. You have to play and play and beat the other person and beat the other person and beat the other person until you reach the top, but you have to pay. And I was just like in shock. And for some reason, I just lost all hopes because you know, back then, you know, nobody has money like that. And your parents don't have money to give you and to spend it on your dreams and stuff. So it's like, wow, I had no idea that's how it flow. So when I was watching Coco Graph and I was hearing the commentators talk today and they were saying how they moved from Atlanta to Florida, I want to say they said Delray Beach, but I'm not quite sure. And then after a while, they commented and said, yeah, and that's when she got financial help. And in my mind, I was like, how did she get financial help? But here's the thing. They kept commentating that she was good. And they were even commentating about how somebody interviewed them and how the person was impressed. So I didn't hear anything because I was in and out of cleaning or either, you know, but I'm watching the game, but I'm in and out of listening to them commentating because I was doing other things, multitasking, but you're not really multitasking because you can only do one thing at a time. So basically they were saying that when she interviewed with whoever, you know, she was making good eye contact. She had a goal and she was telling the person she was interviewing with, I guess the person asked her, you know, why do you want to be a professional tennis player? And she was like, I want to be number one. And the, you know, the interviewer was like, well, everyone says that everyone says that. And then the commentators were like, she responded with something else. And then the guy was impressed, you know, after she told him the reasons why. 
So basically the reasons probably that she told, they, they never said what it was, but the reason probably was, hey, I'm 15 years old. I'm good. I'm black. I will be one of the first um, African-American girls to play at Wimbledon since 1991, you know, if she made it up to the top, which she did. So she still has a few more rounds and it would be so interesting if I said it here first on my podcast, it would be so interesting if at the end homegirl is playing Serena, it would be interesting. So, you know, there's always been a debate in my family about who is the greatest tennis player between the sisters. And I hate when people compare sisters and only because I have sisters and it's been a lot of comparison throughout the years. And I hate that because, you know, they always look at me like a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's Marsha, 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 everything. It's Lisa, 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 everything. And I didn't feel that way growing up. So anyway, I hate that people compare. I'm guilty of it, but it's not really comparing how I felt. It was more recognizing the skills. My son's father and my son always said Venus was better than Serena. And I was like, oh, hell to the no, to the no, to the no. Serena is way better player than Venus. Way better. And I just like her skills. I just like the way that she goes after it. It's not comparing the sisters. It's just comparing, I guess it's comparing the sisters. It's just comparing their capabilities but they're very tight and they're very close and that's what's important in life, right? So why did I want to title it Unfulfilled Dreams? Because simply, we are little at one point in our life and adults come up to us throughout our life and say, hey, little boy, girl, or whatever your name is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you say X, Y, and Z. And then when you grow up, you're like looking back and you're like, damn, I didn't become anything I said I wanted to do when I was younger. Nothing at all. But you know, life has a funny way of turning around. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Let's take The Rock. Everybody know who The Rock is, right? Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who went to school for football, wanted to do football, wanted to become a professional football player. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if he got an injury or something happened and he didn't play football. But guess what? He took another route, which was become an actor and became a big acting star, right? So as an actor, guess what homeboy did? He played roles where he was a professional football player. Isn't life funny? It's like life is like, sometimes I feel like we're just in the shell of a body and our life is like right in front of us, like a screen as I'm closing my eyes, telling you just right now. I'm sitting here doing this podcast, my eyes are closed, and yet there is like a screen in front of me just playing out my life, and it's just laughing at me. It's just laughing at me, because it's like, it's like, oh, you want to do this? But I want you to do this, but you're going to do this. And it all works out, folks, because at the end of the day, 
what you think is important, it may not even be important or the route that you think that you should go may not be the route that God wants you to go. You know what I'm trying to say? So here it is that he's a big time actor, the biggest actor. He's probably playing football on the side and he got to play professional football. If, if anything, he's making way more money, way more money as an actor. And not only that, you're safer because you're not getting all those head injuries and stuff as a football player. See how that worked out? <sighs> There's so many other more stories. And the bottom line is that I'm going to give you another example, which is Austin McBroom. Now, you probably all know who Austin is. Austin is a big YouTuber um, from the Ace family. It's him, his fiance Catherine, their daughter Elle, and they now have a new daughter named Aaliyah. But they still kept the first initial of each of their name to spell out Ace, A-C-E. Now, Austin went to school. He's still in his 20s, early 20s, right? And he went to school, wanted to become a professional basketball player. And... For whatever reason, it didn't work out. He didn't go that route because he wanted to do YouTube. Here he is building a multi-million dollar big ass house. You hear me? Started off, didn't have any money at all. Had his girlfriend pregnant. You know, they had a baby. Cute, cute. They're the cutest children, I tell you. Beautiful children. And But wanted to go this route did you know like me started off slow but you know they got success real fast on youtube from that other stuff and on the side they have their you know clothing business we you know where they sell ace merchandise as well simple name ace from their initials can you believe that and here is the thing the point that i'm trying to make is that even though he didn't become a professional basketball player, he just hosted his second basketball, basketball game at the basketball stadium with all of his ace family there. You know what I mean? Making more money on YouTube with, you know, endorsements, networking with Jennifer Lopez and all these other people. More money... I don't know if it's more money than basketball because basketball players make a good size amount of money more than football players and their benefits are better than football players, but he's right up there. I think he has like 14 or 15 million subscribers on YouTube. You know what I mean? And he's just going strong, him and his family. But my point is that here we go again with life. It's like you, you do all this basketball stuff that you love. And here is another route where you still get to play basketball and you just had a charity basketball game that you hosted. And he still kept up with his skills because he's a good three-point player. You know what I'm trying to say? So the point is that as I'm looking at my life right now and I wanted to become a professional, um, you know, tennis player 
you know, what I did was a little bit different was when I had my son, I made sure that I taught him, which is a little bit inspiration from the Venus's father and everybody. But even before that, I wanted to teach my kids. I even said it. I think I've said this before on my podcast and all over my social media, all my friends and family. While my son was in my womb, I said, this child is going to play two sports tennis and soccer. I sure did. And so I wanted, if I could possibly teach him to play at birth, I would have, but I waited till he was old enough to hold the tennis racket properly so he could have a good volley with me. And I think it was around six. I started and then by seven, eight, I did it. And not only that, we love the beach. So I did take him to the beach. Like when he was like, close to like after he was born, I waited a little bit, but definitely after six months, we've been going since. But anyway, the little boy, he's not a little boy anymore. He's 21 years old. He loves soccer more, but once in a while he'll play tennis with me. And that's where I still give him tips. And that's where we still have a friendly, um, game. I'm not playing professionally, you never know. You never know. Life is still going on. You never know what life is going to bring you. The point is that my son knows how to play tennis. We, we don't know where this is going to take us. I don't know if he's going to become a professional soccer player. We don't know. But the reason why I wanted to call it Unfulfilled Dreams is that here I am doing a podcast. Here I am doing YouTube. Here I am on social media. A woman that kept private stuff and don't want to give too much to the world is at a, I don't care attitude kind of mode. And it's all done to help someone. It's all done to inspire someone. And isn't that a little bit of our purpose? I mean, even with the two examples that I gave, isn't that inspiring? So you just don't know what you're going through life, if it's going to help someone and if it's going to inspire someone. So that's why I'm doing all of this folks. And it's also a great way for my son and family. You know, when I'm dead and gone one day, you know, they can all look back and listen and watch and, you know, it's all memories. It's all going to be memories, you know, and you never know if one person or 10 million are out there thinking about you and something resonated with them, then you know that you did something good, you know? So that being said, it's like, that's my unfulfilled dream, but I don't think it's unfulfilled in the way it was meant for me to have it unfulfilled because I still love tennis no matter what. I may not be playing on a professional playing field, for the whole world to see me, but it's like, you never know. Maybe I'll do a professional, um, um, tennis sponsorship or charity one day. You just don't know what life is going to bring you. You don't know if this route that I'm going is going to lead there, or I don't know if, if it's my son, my grandchildren. One day I have no idea. So when you look back, what is that noise? Mojo, is that you snoring? (laughs) 
the dogs are, are, are around me just laying down waiting for me to finish and I'm hearing this weird noise and it's um, my older dog Mojo snoring away and the baby um, is just right here by my leg. So basically, um, you know, that's it guys. It's like, what is your unfulfilled dream? Are you going to circle back at it or are you just going to let life play out and still do something about it? I love tennis. I love soccer. Um, if my son wanted to do some other sports besides those two, I would have screamed my head off, but thankfully he loves both of them. Um, and sometimes you just get that vision, you know, you just, so, something, sometimes you just get that thing that comes over you to say, which is probably what those parents did, you know, for Serena and Venus and for Coco, you just never know if something said, you know what, my child is good. I'm going to do what I can. Um, you know, but the other half is up to the child as well, you know, and it's just a matter of your child can be good. Everything could be good, but the brakes may not be falling as far as the opportunities for you to get sponsorship or financial aid or whatever the situation may be. It's just a matter of prayer and hoping and praying that this is the route that you're supposed to go. Because one interesting thing that Chris Everett Lloyd mentioned is that, you know, they showed a list of all the 15 year olds that have made it into Wimbledon. And the only other name I recognized on that list was Steffi Graf. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. I love Steffi Graf growing up. I love the way she played. I was in love with Boris Becker growing up. And, um, you know, Steffi Graf is married, you know, um, to another tennis player. And I think they, do they live in Florida too? A lot of the tennis players live in Florida or some sunshine state where they can still play tennis all the time, you know? And where I live in Georgia, I always make sure that I have a tennis court. Um, whether it's in an apartment, you know, in my house, I have, um, at my main clubhouse where I live in my subdivision, they do have several tennis courts and that's mainly where I play. And even if they didn't have one, which I made sure that I knew what the nearest one was. One of the sad, disappointing things is that I wanted to join a tennis club here in the area that I live in Georgia. One of my doctors even recommended that I go and play tennis. I searched in everything, but they don't have, I, there's only one league in Georgia, but they don't have it in my county. So it's like I have to travel and then, you know, so if you live in Georgia and you know, everything is far, you know, and the traffic is so bad. So it's like, do I really want it? You know, I have a lot on my plate. Do I really want to do that now? So I did sign up with the club. It's just that there's nobody in my county to play. So I have to go to other counties. So in the meantime, until, you know, more players come out here, I'm just going to play with my son. You know, if he wants to play with me, that's the key thing. Cause you know, they're all so busy and don't want to do anything with the parents. You know what I'm, you feel me on that? So 
That being said, I am happy for Miss Coco Goff, if I'm saying her last name correctly. I'm so happy for everyone going out there and trying to fulfill their dreams and not making it an unfulfilled dream. And like I said, even if you feel like it's an unfulfilled dream or things are not working out, just remember, you don't know if that's a, if you're going to be taking a scenic route soon to eventually lead you to bigger and better things that will still lead you to, to your path and your passion. Make sense? So that being said, there is no unfulfilled dream out there. It's just more dreams on your plate, more things for you to do, which will weed out what it is that you don't really like to lead you to what you're really passionate about. And it may not be a straight road, and that's the key you have to remember. It may not be a straight road, but remember, you'll get there eventually if you really, really love it, but it may not be how you think it may go. And what I wanted to say before was that, you know, when Chris Everett and the other commentator was talking about the other 15 year olds throughout the years that have made it into Wimbledon and made it big, she made a very surprising statement. She said, a lot of them have went on to become champions and a lot of them had fell off because they couldn't handle the status of being famous. That's the thing, people, you have to understand. We all have these dreams and aspirations, but are we ready for that fame? Are we ready for that pressure? Are we ready for the world to be looking at us? And the same thing came to my mind um, when I started YouTube. And even though I'm doing videos and I love it and everything, you know, I think it came up several times. Am I ready? Am I ready for to have like a Austin Broomer, the Ace family, Austin McBroomer, like the Ace family? Am I ready for 15 million people to be watching my every move? Am I ready for 15 million people to be commentating on my videos and pressing that like or not like button? Am I ready? Am I ready for, for being recognized every time I come out my house? Am I ready? Is anyone really ready? And can we cope with it? That's something you have to keep in mind as you are going after your dreams. Are you ready for the success? I don't want you all to self-sabotage because you're afraid. I want you to keep going and remember that God doesn't give you more than what you can handle. So once you reach that stardom, that goes for myself as well. That means that it was time. You have to stay grounded. Surround yourself with good, positive people and people that you can trust. Money does change people, but you have to be okay with yourself. Remember that this is all materialistic things and come back to the basics and come back to what makes you happy. At the end of the day, you're not here to please everyone. You're here to please yourself. And along the, your journey in life is to uplift and to fulfill and to help somebody. Um, but you can't please everyone. 
And I think once you realize that, that you're halfway there, dreams do come true. Look at Walt Disney. He had a big dream for this magic kingdom of paradise for kids and families to come and make it the biggest theme park ever. Not only do they have Disneyland, they have Disney World. He did not live to fulfill it, but it continued. It just started off with a dream, a concept, a vision, and a passion. So my message to you is, go live your life. Go live your best life. And you can handle everything. I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening for another episode of Go 10 Lisa. Peace, love, and go live your dream. Bye.